Welcome to On the Brink by Wisbeach Grammar School, the podcast in which we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out more. In every episode, we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. So let's get into this episode of On the Brink by Wisbeach Grammar School. To help us get to know more about life at Wisbeach Grammar School, we're speaking to three members of the staff team. Megan Gillings, Alex Means and Harriet Kemba-Whitfield are all teachers at Wisbeach. We'll be asking each of them about how they approach their teaching and what makes Wisbeach different to other schools. Let's meet them now. So I'm joined here by three members of staff at Wisbeach. Hello there. Hello. Hello, thank you so much for joining us. I'm really looking forward to asking you to describe a little bit more about life at Wisbeach, what it's all about and what it's like for you being part of the staff team. If we could begin maybe by just getting to know who we have here. Who wants to introduce themselves first? I can go first. I'm Harriet Kemba-Whitfield and I am head of lower school English in the secondary school. Hello Harriet, thanks for joining us. Hi, I'm Megan Gillings and I'm an early years practitioner in the kindergarten. Hi Megan. Hi, I'm Alex Means and I'm the curriculum lead for Key Stage 2 and a Prep 6 teacher in the prep school. Brilliant. Well, look, thanks all three of you for joining us. Straight away, it sounds like you have multiple roles between you, different responsibilities looking after uh, multiple things at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 we cover all bases. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right. I think, yeah, what's so nice about this school, though, is that it's across from 3 to 18 and we do have a lot of interaction with each other as well so it's very much feels like a through school rather than separate entities which is really lovely right i see you get your eye on the whole continuity of life at the school right from the young age group to the older ones yes yeah i mean that's certainly something that i found in prep six Mm -hmm. which is very different to schools i've worked in previously where there aren't the links between the prep school and a senior school are there but not as much as they are here there's a lot of interaction a lot of sort of smooth transition from one to the other and and you know all sorts of you know we have a lot of the senior school teachers who come in and teach in the prep school and so on Mm -hmm. so that transition works really really well when it comes to it so are all three of you fairly long-serving members of staff or, or, or quite recent how long have you been there This is my fourth year here. Previous to working here, I worked at a very big state comprehensive school. So it was very, very different. But it is by far the nicest school that I've ever worked at. And I think that's mainly due to our pupils because they're lovely. And it's a very different environment to the environment of my previous school. But I think that's because the staff create such a nice environment that the children really want to learn, which is really nice. Agreed. I'm the same. I'm in my fourth year as well. And previously I was at a state school Mm. and I completely agree. The environment here compared to other schools is completely different. Mm. And I do believe it's down to the pupils and the staff that just create such a good atmosphere all around. Yeah. This is my third year. And actually the first year I've had a full year here without lockdowns and all the rest of it. (laughs) But yeah, completely because of the good behavior of the pupils and the way the school works as a whole it allows you actually to do the job that you're here to do which is is to teach and Mm. and provide those Mm -hmm. children with that that those future yeah you know that future learning that they need definitely an opportunity to be able to really teach beyond the curriculum as well I think in my previous school there was so much of a focus potentially on behavior and things like that that now we have the benefit of being able to give pupils more than just teaching them to exams um, and really enrich their educational journey. So it's not 
No, it's about the whole child. Yeah, it's about the whole child. There's so much of a focus here on allowing children to discover who they are Mm -hmm. through extracurricular activities as well as within the classroom. So we have that space here to be able to do that, which is really, really nice. Mm. Yeah, I see. So it feels like you've got more... That way you put it actually was quite nice. You, you you have space, that very different feeling that you have at Wisbeach compared to other schools at which you've worked gives you the, the, the freedom and the space to explore different curriculum ideas, different activities and to, to, to pursue things in a way that, that's the best for the children. Definitely, yeah. 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 Okay. So working as a teacher at an independent school then, how would you describe the differences, the main differences between that compared to your previous experiences? What was it like before you were there? I found that at my previous school, there was very much of a a focus on data and proving that everything that you were doing had a quantifiable outcome. And here, there's very much more of a focus on enriching the pupils so that we can create a love of learning and I can do things that I wasn't allowed to do at previous schools because it doesn't have quantifiable data to show that it's had impact even oh, though you know it has had impact. What sort of thing do you do you mean there? What could you give me an example? So in Key Stage 3 uh, which is my my remit I've created a curriculum that focuses on a breadth of literature sort of working chronologically mm-hmm. and I've been able to move away from the national curriculum and focus on areas that allow for a diverse love of learning that I wouldn't have the freedom to do in a state school setting. And it's really invigorated our teaching at the key stage three so that the, the kids really enjoy it. Even though it's obviously as a core subject, English is something that pupils have to study. They enjoy it. And I think that that's been really lovely because we have that freedom to be able to teach beyond the national curriculum and do more than we perhaps would have been able to do it in other schools. Meg and Alex, does that experience of freedom, does that that, uh, resound with you as well? Absolutely. I was was previously part of a massive academy. Mm-hmm. And the idea in the in the academy that I had been part of, probably for only a couple of years, that was coming in just as I left, was that in all of the primary schools across the entire academy, they would be teaching the same lesson on the same day at the same time, and it just it just was frustratingly restrictive. In you know, you everybody has strengths, and I feel that at Wisbeach we're allowed to take those where we can take them Mm. we're given given that opportunity to sort of you know use our strengths and go with it whereas you know yes I suppose in the previous school I was at as a new teacher it would have been very useful to have that curriculum already there for me Mm -hmm. as a a more experienced teacher it's fantastic to to be able to say well I know what I'm doing with this so and I'd really like to take it that step further and that's something that I think we're able to do here really well. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. From an early years point of view, I completely agree with both of these ladies. It's also the class sizes as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we benefit from smaller class sizes here, we're able to do more with the children that we have and the resources that we have and that we can kind of get our hands on are incredible here. The grounds are amazing. Our younger children love the forest school area. It's really got such a diverse amount of resources. Tell us more about the forest school area. What's that all about? 
The Forest School is incredible. Our little children love it. We spend a lot of time in there. As I know, throughout the prep school, we all take it in turns to use the Forest School. It's really getting back to nature, taking learning mm-hmm. out doors from the early years point of view we play in the mud kitchen we take whatever topic we have at the time that we're learning about we take it outdoors we get really creative and the children love it we go out in all weathers we dress them in their wetsuits and their welly boots and they absolutely love it they really really do the children they just just adore being outside and so do we you know to see them experiencing their learning through different elements Mm -hmm. incredible it's not just sitting down at the table it's getting out there getting wet getting muddy getting dirty yeah and just enjoying it it really is we use it for all sorts of different subjects so you might take Mm -hmm. an english lesson out there for example to write poetry about you know things they see you Mm -hmm. might do a science science is a fairly obvious one i suppose um it's art as well isn't it with the leaf rubbing i think they've done some maths out there before yeah Oh, I see. It really does provide a different environment where you can just really flex things, take things outside and, and change the whole perspective. Mm-hmm. What do the parents think about this when pupils are, are going to school, getting wet, muddy? What's their take on it? Oh, they love it. We send them <laughs> home, we meet them at the day, we go, oh, sorry, we've been outside today. And they enjoy it. They just know and they're so pleased that their children are having such a great time. Mm. And because we have such a good bond with our parents... It's okay when we hand them over, we talk to them every day, we explain what they've been up to, what they've been doing, and they just want to see their children enjoying school, you know, the first steps in their educational journey are so important, Mm -hmm. and they they just love it, they really do. And that communication maintains into the secondary school as well, we're regularly in contact Mm -hmm. with parents, so parents are always aware of what's going on in the classroom so even Mm -hmm. if we do do something potentially unusual they are aware of what's going on that communication is kept open and parents are always included in those conversations which is really nice this does sound important it sounds significant you you, a couple of you have mentioned that bond between the the parents and the teachers so there's this understanding and this this trust i imagine Mm. absolutely it's a real community here isn't it it absolutely both the parents and the, the staff, staff and the children. And the children. Yeah. yeah. It, it is a real community here at Wisbeach Grammar, definitely. Do you know what? When we spoke to some of the students in our previous edition of this podcast, they mentioned community as well. They stressed to us that there is a community, there is a relationship between the staff and the pupils. We've mentioned there the community, the feeling between uh, parents and staff, but it extends to everybody present there, the, 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 the students, yeah. the teachers, the, the whole community. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. because we work so hard and so much together all the time with each other, yeah. it, it's just naturally formed that way. But yeah. I think we get, I mean, because the class sizes are smaller and so on, we have that opportunity as, as practitioners to get to know our children a lot better. And as a result of that, we do have a better relationship mm-hmm. with the children. So you know them, you know you know things about their family and so on. And that sort of mm. has that knock-on effect with the with the parents as well and it just allows you to have those conversations much more easily. Mm. Yeah, I think traditionally um, in schools that I've worked at any contact home has been a negative thing. Mm. You're I calling see. to say that so-and-so has been naughty in class today whereas conversations are very positive. It's mm. calling to update yeah. and to praise 
progress or to talk about brilliant things that they've done so most of the time it's a positive conversation which is really lovely so we're able to establish those really positive relationships I see so as you say it's not just that idea that if a school gets in touch there's a problem there's a genuine Mm. dialogue there Yes, definitely. And this relationship you have, this community you have, how does it serve pupils who maybe need a bit of extra support or need some help with any particular issue that you can help them with? That's a huge thing, actually. Mm -hmm. So we've obviously got a number of children throughout the school who have special educational needs in a variety Mm -hmm. of of ways. And I would say one of our areas of expertise, really, we have an amazing learning support staff who are within the prep school and the senior school but a lot of them go between both so when children Mm. make that transition they already know the learning support staff and Mm. they are absolutely brilliant and pupils aren't afraid to ask for help I think there's a very big focus on modelling supportive behaviour within the classroom we make it very clear that we model how pupils should tackle problems even if they find them difficult Uh, I myself am dyslexic even though I'm an English teacher and I make sure that pupils know that and Mm -hmm. I model my techniques that I have to enable me to do things that I find difficult and there's a real lack of stigma about having special educational needs in the school which I think has enabled our pupils to excel because they're not afraid of seeking support and help when they need it whereas in other schools that I've worked at it's very much been like oh you're the dyslexic kid Mm -hmm. whereas here it's embraced they're supported and it doesn't affect their ability to achieve academically. That must be quite empowering for those children to have you as their role model to stand up and say I'm dyslexic I'm happy to talk about it I'm happy to Mm. to talk to you about how I how I manage that how you can manage it that sounds like a great approach yeah I think that it's really important that as a a community in an environment we show pupils that just because they might have an additional need it doesn't prevent them from being able to achieve Mm. and I like to say to pupils even though I struggle with my spelling and my memory I've still been able to achieve a master's degree and be an English teacher and Mm. and it doesn't have to prevent you from doing anything that you want to do and I think that that is really important for us to show our pupils. Yeah I would agree with that I mean my my daughter is also dyslexic and is at this school and she's Mm -hmm. been through the prep school and is now in the senior school and I do actually use her as an example at times in my class with my children and say you know my daughter struggled with this but actually what you will find here is this this is the support that will be put in place and this is what it will mean for your future within the senior school mm. and it's made a huge difference to some of them you know that that stigma of I've, I've have an issue and that means I'm not going to be successful the, mm. the difference that can actually make to those children is huge they definitely they kind of come out of it with confidence and you know that no longer sort of feeling like they've got that you know that pressure on them all the time that's incredibly reassuring it does make a difference definitely excellent now when we spoke to some of the students in our previous podcast they were full of little stories little memories little things that as they got towards the end of their time at Wisbeach were happy to share with us are there any particular memories or successes that you feel proud of that you'd like to share with us maybe particular successes you've had with a particular class with a particular child what would you like to share from an earlier point of view there's so many we were just saying previously 
every day is mm. a success story in early years from recognizing the number five to you know eating their vegetables there's really not one story that you know we could pinpoint because there are so so many it it's such a fantastic you know place to be in the school because right. we do see so much development in such a short time it really is incredible so are you saying then with early years that that the nature of that age group means that rather than one great big chunk of learning it, it's multiple small discoveries all the time is, absolutely. is that absolutely almost every day it, it's incredible the children are constantly growing and constantly developing and they're experiencing some things for the first time and i think it's so easy to forget that these children have only been on this earth for three years for four <laughs> years so they're experiencing things completely new so what may be a bit mundane or you know an everyday right. occurrence to us they've never experienced it before so you know sharing a new story or finding an insect or anything yes. is a continuing you know fascinating experience for them <laughs> i see what you mean alex are there any particular successes or, or or memories that you want to share while you've been teaching there at wisbeach there's several children that stand out. One of them, I would say, who is in my class at the moment, who's highly dyslexic. And the, he came in in Prep 5 mm -hmm. uh, with very, very low self-esteem from the school he'd been at. Who'd, I think he'd had very little support mm. or sort of acceptance for, for the issues that he had. Mm -hmm. And the confidence that he now has in himself and the fact that he goes about his, you know, every day with a big grin on his face and is looking forward to the senior school and isn't worried about any of that mm. is, a, is a massive, massive thing to have achieved for us and for him. I would say the other thing that has been a huge, huge success was what we did during lockdown mm -hmm. and all of our online learning, which was very, very hard work for all of us. Of course. Um, at the Definitely. time, it was incredibly difficult. <laughs> but the fact that we've come through it and the children have managed to, you know, learn throughout and come out of it not scarred in any kind of you know emotional way at all that's been managed very very well by the school on the whole mm. and are still continuing to make great progress is is incredible and what was it about the school and about the culture there that enabled you all to work together to adapt and keep delivering that excellent learning throughout the pandemic we all worked so well together, didn't we? I think it was it was all so unknown. Mm. And we sort of muddled through for the first couple of weeks and then it hit the Easter holidays. Right. And over the Easter holidays, we all rallied yeah. and mm -hmm. we got iPads and mm -hmm. there was lots and lots of training on how to teach live lessons over Teams. Mm -hmm. And we all adapted our resources and it happened within a week. And right. we were delivering our full timetables live yeah. mm -hmm. from our living rooms so quickly. And I think we worked together so well as a team and were able to just adapt quickly so that our pupils got everything that they needed. Um, sure. I know yeah. nationally, a lot of pupils missed out in quite a lot of learning, but our pupils didn't, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, justifiably so by the sound of it. And Harriet, do you have any particular points that you'd like to remember, things that you'd like to recall yeah, that, that make I you mean, feel proud of your time there? I think what's so lovely about this school is that you can see pupils grow around quite a significant period of time. There's one pupil particularly that I'm thinking of who 
when I started teaching her in the fourth form, she was very shy. She didn't think that she was very good at English. Mm-hmm. She struggled to write things down. And she's grown in confidence so, so much that she is now in the upper sixth, having completed her English A-level, predicted an A-star. She's now the head of school and can stand in front of the whole school delivering speeches and talking so confidently with people. And the comparison between that girl and the girl that I saw at the beginning of the fourth form... Right. are so different and I think that that has been a testament not only to her and her hard work but the support that the staff have given her to enable her to make that much progress of because course. I think that if anyone had told her at the beginning of the fourth form that she was going to be ahead of school I think she would have laughed at you right but she is incredible and but we have stories hundreds of stories yeah. like that mm-hmm. across the whole of the school mm-hmm. seeing that progress is really wonderful excellent stuff now looking ahead to the future if we can if you look ahead to the academic year that's going to follow on from this one what are you particularly looking forward to within that megan should we start with you on this one well we welcome in new children every year here in you know every single year group but it's really exciting in kindergarten because it's the first steps on their sort of educational journey Mm -hmm. so we welcome them in we open the doors and it's so exciting to see them that some of them have never been to previous settings before so this is their first ever experience of a kindergarten or a nursery so Mm. they're finding things out completely again for the first time Mm. sort of in an educational environment so it's always so exciting to see them come in and and see them change and grow and it takes sort of you know the first month or so and again they're completely different children because they're so little they're constantly changing but I'm really looking forward to you know meeting those new children welcoming back the other children for Mm -hmm. another year of kindergarten and seeing you know what this year holds it's always very exciting excellent Alex how about you the next academic year what are you hoping to see so my new prep six class will be coming in obviously some of them I have talk before because Mm -hmm. within the prep school we quite often step in and teach each other's classes at at various stages but I've got a number of children coming in we've had actually a massive intake from external schools I think we've got 25 new children coming in in September into other year groups than you know the the expected reception or kindergarten years which is enormous interesting is that that's a, a greater number than than usual years yeah yes it is it is which is is fantastic do you know why that might be i think it's probably a, a variety of reasons i think um perhaps the knowledge that Wisbeach is doing very well mm-hmm. and achieving great things is part of that possibly also to do with what we managed to do during lockdown right and parents perhaps realizing that their children have gaps i see i think also we had quite a few pupils who were signed up to start the following academic year Mm. who came to start in the secondary school came to the open morning loved the school so much that they then decided that actually they wanted their kids to start earlier earlier which is really positive i see right so yeah so i'm really looking forward to meeting them that's 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 definite i suppose the other thing would be we're constantly adapting our curriculum as well so Mm -hmm. to be able to sort of continue with that and and continue to make those improvements with each year good stuff and harriet what about the hopes that you have for the academic year that's coming i think it's always really lovely september holds so much hope Mm -hmm. every year and i think that i have the joy of teaching 
so many different ages from mm. 11 to 18 that it's nice to see oh, pupils that I've already know continue to make progress, but also having new first form pupils coming into the school and helping to guide them is always really exciting. So I think I think it's the new opportunity to get to know new pupils and to help them to develop is always really lovely. For performing those new relationships yeah, as well, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think... And I think what's so lovely is because our class sizes are smaller, we can really develop those relationships with our pupils and really help them to progress. Mm. And it's it's really lovely to see. Do you know something that's very clear to me from chatting to you, even though the three of you have different roles within the school, that, that common theme of really looking forward to meeting those children, to welcoming them and to sort of nurturing them and helping them through, that really comes through very, very strongly in everything that the three of you have told me. Now, we're nearly at the end of our time together, but before we say goodbye, I think I just wanted to hit you with with one last question, quick on-the-spot one. If I were to ask you to describe Wisbeach Grammar School in three words, what three words might you offer to describe? I'm going to pick on you first, Harriet, I think. Oh, good, because I think that everyone else is still more (laughs) (laughs) I would say community, Mm -hmm. support and rigour. The combination of those things, I think we have the balance right. Mm. I think too many schools focus too much on rigour at the expense of support. And I I think that we have that balance really nice. That sounds good. Alex, three words. Yes. Um, Oh gosh. So I was going to say motivational. Right. Inclusive. Mm -hmm. And kind. Kind. Yeah. That's something that's very much come through from everything you told me as well. And Megan, you are allowed to duplicate words if you like. You've got a tough deal being last, but go for it. I would say thriving because we are continually thriving here at the moment. We Mm -hmm. are in a really good place at Wisbeach Grammar. Inclusive again as Alex said, and passionate Mm. because all of us are so passionate about what we do here. And also the children, I think it really, it rubs off on them. Our passion then becomes their passion. And that can be told to, you know, so many things, results, Mm -hmm. how they talk about the school and just an all round effect. Well, that passion is certainly something I've witnessed today, just chatting to the three of you and hearing your perspectives. It's so evident. So I'm really grateful, all three of you, Alex, Megan and Harriet, you've really given us some insight into what it's like to be a teacher there at Wisbeach Grammar School and I'm so glad you could join us. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much. That was Megan Gillings, Alex Means and Harriet Kemba Whitfield, all giving us a really honest, open insight into life at Wisbeach Grammar School from a teacher's point of view. The three of them told us how they're really able to support the children in their care and how the culture at Wisbeach provides them with the space and freedom they need to really look after each child's needs.